in the decade of the 1930s, even the great city of Metropolis was not spared the ravages of the worldwide depression. In the times of fear and confusion, the job of informing the public was the responsibility of the Daily Planet, a great metropolitan newspaper whose reputation for clarity and truth had become a symbol of hope for the city of Metropolis. Welcome to a new episode of Storytime presented by Third Degree Burn. This episode will be covering Superman Volume 2, Number 1. This issue is by John Byrne, Story and Pencils. Terry Austin is our guest inker. John Castand is our letterer. Tom Zuko is our colorist. And Andrew Helfner is editor. Our story is entitled Heart of Stone. We open with Superman crashing through a building's wall. Come out, come out wherever you are. Hmm. Nobody home. And from the looks of this place, nobody's been here for weeks. Curious. Why would anyone abandon such a fully equipped laboratory, especially after going to all the trouble of lining the walls with lead? Presumably that was intended to block my x-ray vision. With time out for a few interruptions by sundry supervillains, I've been following the trail to this place for three months now. Ever since I discovered the rocket that brought me to the Earth by the plant from the planet Krypton had been stolen from its home place in one of the fields owned by an adopted father. Funny, it's still hard to believe Ma and Pa are not my real parents. That I'm not actually that I'm actually an alien being. Not that aliens, especially humanoid aliens, or anything new around here. Hawkman is from an alien from a planet Thanagar. And Green Lantern was given his power ring, easily the most powerful weapon in the universe by a dying alien. In any case, I think and feel as a human being, not as a Kryptonian. Hmm, another lead-lined room. I wonder what's hidden here. We open to a high-tech lab with images of Superman on all the screens. What the heck have I stumbled into? The first Church of Superman? This whole room is some kind of a shrine in my honor. Pictures of me, computer-generated images, precise measurements, my height, estimated weight. Somebody's been devoting a, a great deal of time and effort to studying me, including obtaining some photographs. That's something I've been very careful to avoid. I don't want to risk anyone back in my hometown of Smallville recognizing a picture of Superman as a man they knew as Clark Kent. How could the owner of this place get a photo of me, then? Unless, yes, now I think of it, there was a time a couple of years ago, I'd just, come out of, I'd just come out of Metropolis General Hospital when I suddenly had this distinct impression I'd been photographed, event seen in Man of Steel, issue number four. I wonder if, hello. Dead. Been dead for about six weeks, I'd guess. Next, been broken, snapped clean through by some incredibly powerful force. And... Yes, my microscopic vision confirms his fingerprints are the same as those I found on the truck outside. 
truck whose trail led me here, the truck that carried my stolen rocket across the country from Smallville. But who on earth could this man have been? I've never seen him before, not in person nor in any of the photo, photo files back at the Daily Planet newspaper I work for in my true identity. This place is turning into one mystery, piled on top of another. And what's this? A large vat of acid. Not a strong enough corrosive to eat through the metal walls of the container, or to harm me, but enough to have dis dissolved away most of what m make that whoever was dropped into it. These are fragments of bone, human bone. This is getting very nasty and very awkward. As a duly deputized special operative of the Metropolis Police Force, I should contact the local authorities and report all this. But it's obviously our late friend on the table there knew more about my secret origins than anyone is supposed to. So until I can figure out what to do about all this, I better find a way to keep the wrong people from getting any kind of a look at the data in this place. And offhand, the best way I can think of that is to put the whole structure beyond the reach of prying eyes. There. While burrowing around the lab at super speed, I've used my heat vision to fuse the silicates in the soil into a steel-hard bowl a yard thick. Now I can lift the entire complex. Up! Up! And away! And carry it up, up and away from the Mother Earth. Hmm. The lab seems to have lost almost all its weight. Now that I'm flying rather than using pure muscle power to lift her. I've noticed the effect several times before. Event evidently, I fly objects the same way I fly myself, by sheer force of will, not by strength. Okay, we're clear of Earth's atmosphere. There, I've positioned the whole thing at the Lagrange point, with the gravities of the Earth and the Moon combined to create an area of stability. It'll hang there forever, or until I move it. The near-perfect vacuum of space will preserve all the clues of the lab, until I'm ready to turn them over to the police. But right now, I'm almost late for a very important appointment. One that's taken me weeks to set up, and one in Clark Kent has no intention of missing. Well, there you are. I was about ready to give up on you and go home, Kent. Oh, give me a break, Lois. I'm only four minutes late. Four minutes can be a lifetime, Kent. How long did it take for the Hindenburg to blow up? For Oswald to shoot Kennedy? For Superman to rescue the hostages in Imran? I stand, I stand chastised. Anyway, thanks for waiting so long. Don't be cute, Kent. You're hard enough to resist with those puppy dog looks. I've only waited because I've worked so hard to convince me to join you this morning. Well, I figured you'd earn yourself a couple of brownie points. Thanks. I'm really glad you agreed to come, Lois. And I'm especially pleased to hear I'm so hard to resist. Well, well. Don't get all excited, Clarky boy. Denial builds character, and I'm going to be denying you for a long time. You don't, you don't mind, though, if I continue my efforts to wear down your resistance. It's your life, Kent, but unless you know of some magical way you can transform yourself so you're no longer the weasel who beat me to the first exclusive on Superman, well, just don't hold your breath. Oh, I can hold my breath a very long time, Lois. And hey, you're already calling me a weasel. I consider that a step up from swine. Suit yourself, Kent. Now come on, big boy. Let's see you work up a little sweat. Superman thinks to himself, it's tough playing this waiting game with Lois. She's easily the most vivacious woman I've ever known. And I know she'd just fall into the arms if she knew I was Superman. But that would be too easy. If I'm going to win her, it's going to be as me, as Clark Kent. We hear an alarm go off. What the? The automatic alarm at the Commerce Bank. Looks like somebody couldn't wait till Monday to make a withdrawal. Now, Lois, you know Perry White has warned you repeatedly about risking your pretty neck to get a story. 
and there are likely to be armed men inside that bank. You know Perry Wyatt was the greatest ambulance chaser in his day, Kent. He, do he doesn't really expect us to sit on our hands while the TV boys beat us to the hot stories. Now come on and keep quiet, for God's sake. Look, look at the outer doors. They've been wrenched off their hinges, been all out of shape. Wow. Whoever's, whoever's in here, he must be almost as strong as Superman. No, Miss Lane. More powerful, as a muscled man grabs her by the arm. Much, much more powerful. Hey! Who is this guy? He's as big as a house, and he's hurting Lois. Gotta do something. Don't dare use Superman's strength, but luckily Clark Kent keeps in shape as Clark punches the stranger. Fool. Ugh. Didn't even feel that blow, but I've got to pretend to roll with it. If I resist, the force of his swing could shatter his hands. It also gives me a chance to let the impact hurl me across the bank, where I can land out of sight behind the counter. Didn't you hear what I said, Kent? Oh yes, I know who you are. Lois Lane and Clark Kent, crusading writers for the Daily Planet. Well, you've both lucked into the ultimate story this time. The story of Metallo, the man who's going to kill Superman. Metallo? You've got to be kidding. Would you? Where heck did you pick up a cornball name like that? Flashback. Point of view, looking at an elderly scientist. Steady now. Do not exert yourself. Not yet. My Metallo. My triumph. Back to the fight. Don't mock me, Lane. I wasn't joking when I said I'm as powerful as Superman. One tiny squeeze and Kent will be writing your obituary. No, I don't think so. Now put her down, mister. Now. Superman, I knew you'd come. Breaking to the bank was bound to lure you here. Always glad to be obliging. Now what you say you and me take a little stroll down the nearest precinct house? Of course, Superman, anything you say. But first... And the stranger's eyes glow green. And Superman is hurled out of the building into a parked truck. Wow, he must have been pulling his punch before. I can't remember the last time I was hit so hard. It was almost as if my invulnerability faded on me just for a moment there. I still feel a little dizzy. But can't let that slow me down. Lois is still in there alone with that creep. Gotta get her clear before the police respond to that alarm and start shooting up the place. Not bad for an amateur pal. You want to try for professional standing? Superman. How easily you fly to your death. Don't count your corpses before they croak, tough guy. Now you may notice I'm not quite dead yet. Wow, Superman's really laying into this guy. If Metallo's as tough as he says he is, the whole building is likely to come down around their ears. And mine too. Gotta to get Clark out of here. I haven't heard a peep at him since Metallo punched him across the room. Kent? Kent, are you... what? Superman must have tunneled him out, then doubled back to the front door. One more example of Kent's phenomenal luck. And speaking of Superman, he doesn't seem to be doing so well. I don't get it. I've gone up against goons twice the size of this clown and never even blinked. Now it feels as if my powers are draining away. You see, Superman, you see. I said I was more powerful than you. I said I would kill you. And now I'm going to do it. One question. Why? Our flashback. Point of view. Scientist. What? What have you done to me? I have saved your life. You are reborn. Back to the fight. I don't, I don't know you. I've never seen you before. Flashback. Look, look at yourself. Strong, powerful. As we see Metallo staring into a mirror. Back to Superman. Why attack me? Why try to kill me? 
fact, flashback. More powerful than any other human. More powerful than Superman himself. Back to Superman. Who are you, Metallo? Who? Back to the flashback. And soon, soon you will unleash your power and you will kill Superman. Why? Who? That's two questions, Superman. And you know something? I don't feel like answering either of them. As he chokes Superman. Ugh. Time to die, Superman. The stranger's eyes glow green again. What is he doing to hit me? All my powers fading, no strength left. It can't end like this. If I could just regain the advantage just for one second. As police burst in and fire the stranger. Okay, creep, game's over. Ooh. Superman, are you okay? Can you stand? I'm getting better, Lois. My strength seems to be returning. In my super senses, I don't hear a heartbeat from Metallo. Then he's dead. It's over so quickly without ever finding out who he really was. Oh, I'm sure the police will be able to uncover his true identity sooner or later, Lois. The main concern is finding out what he did to set my powers like that. And I'll be happy to show you, Superman. What? You're alive. Of course. You still don't understand, Superman. You can't hurt me. You can't kill me. But I'm going to do both to you. Flashback. Kill Superman? Are you crazy, old man? Nobody can do that. No. One man can. You can. Because you have the one thing on Earth that can harm him. Kryptonite. Kryptonite? What the hell is that? I've never heard of it. Of course you haven't. No one has. No one has. It's one of the... No one on Earth knows it exists. No one but me. Even Superman himself doesn't know. But I do. And I know more than that. I know Superman's greatest secret. I know that Superman's great defender of truth, justice, and the American way is really an invader from outer space. What? Are you nuts or... No. Come listen. For 35 years I've watched the skies. Watched for the menace I knew lay out there. Watched as my fellow scientists laughed at me. Then 28 years ago, I was proven right. I saw a spaceship come out of the great black depths and tracked it all the way down to Earth, to Kansas. This spaceship. This is how Superman was sent to Earth. Mutated into the form of an innocent child. Found and adopted by an unsuspecting human couple, planted in our midst like a viper in our bosom. But, but I don't get it. Even if what you say is true, Superman is the real big deal, a hero. He's no invader. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Don't argue with me. They're out there. Billions of them. Aliens. His real father sent a message in the rocket. It's an alien language, but I've been able to translate a little bit of it, a tiny part. And the part speaks of Superman's home planet, a world called Krypton and the destruction of the planet. The planet Krypton exploded years ago, and I believe the Kryptonians sent scouts out into the universe seeking worlds to conquer. Superman came here to Earth, but he bought with him accidentally, I'm sure, the very instrument of his own destruction. The fragment of the shattered world of Krypton, an alien metal I call Kryptonite. I spent years studying all the realms of human science, Reading myself, waiting for the day. The day I could send my chosen warrior out into the world with this piece of kryptonite as an inexhaustible power supply. Back to the fight. I'm not some human punk the cops can waste with their SWAT team, Superman. Not anymore. Ooh. Back to the flashback. There, by replacing uranium I had in your chest ca ca cavity with this kryptonite, I've given you more power than any human has ever known. Back to the fight. I've been rebuilt. My human body was crippled beyond repair in an auto wreck. But my brain survived. My brain lives on. Back to the flashback. 
And with the final addition of these plastic gloves over your robot hands, your disguise is complete. You are Metallo. Back to the fight. I'm gonna live forever now, Superman. This body will never wear out, so long as I'm powered by my kryptonite heart. Krypto- uh. Back to the flashback. And now I'm all powerful. Then I really don't need you anymore, old man, do I? What? No, don't- Back to the fight. Yes, Superman. Yes, kryptonite. A piece of rock from your past, from the alien planet you were born on. What? Mr. L, sorry to disturb you, boss, but there's something on TV you ought to see. Quite all right, Pearl. I was really finished here anyway. What is it? Channel 8 Action News, boss. They've got a crew down to Commerce Bank on Central Avenue. Some super palookas kicking the spit out of Superman. What? And that's not all, boss. This Metallo guy says Supes is some kind of alien being. And Metallo's gonna... Got something that's gonna kill him. Kill Superman? No, no, that won't do it all. I have promised Superman that when he dies, it will be by my hand. And Lex Luthor always keeps his promises. Superman, Superman. Come on, Miss Lane, you gotta get clear. With the mess them two made, this bank building ain't gonna be standing much. And the bank building crumbles to the ground. Superman, Superman, Superman. To see a metallic hand break up through the floor, gripping Superman's cape. Ha ha ha! I've won! I've beaten him! But Superman grabs Metallo's leg. No! Kryptonite or no kryptonite, this isn't over. Superman struggles to his feet. How pathetic. Don't you ever have the sense to know when you're finished? You talk a good death scene, Metallo, but so far, it's still just talk. Very well, Superman. Kryptonite vision is only a fraction of my power. Now you can feel the rest as his chest opens up. Oh. The radiation from kryptonite drives the solar radiation out of your alien cells, Superman. It drives out the source of your strength, your powers. And in its place, it fills you with green glowing death. Pain is incredible. Never felt anything like it. It's pointless to struggle, Superman. It's all over. You've had a good run, but your time's up. My limbs feel like silly putty. My heart's pounding as if to burst. After I was reborn, I wandered for a while with no real purpose. But then I realized my creator was right in the wrong way. I had the power to make myself king of the world, Superman. And killing you is the best way I know to prove it. Can't see anything but that awful green. But can't give up. Can't give up. After all, the rest is easy. After you, everything else falls into... Huh? What? He's gone. Superman! Lois. Lois, what happened? Metallo? I don't know. It all happened so fast. He was standing over you, then there was a big black shadow, and he was just gone. But Superman, what you said about being an alien is... is... is true, Lois. I'm not from Earth. I grew up here but I'm native to a planet called Krypton. Does it make a difference? No, at least I don't think it does, but why did you try to hide it from us all, Superman? I didn't. I only discovered the truth myself a few weeks ago. I'll be happy to tell you all about it, all I know about it, but not just now, Lois. You're still worried about Metallo? If you could come back? That worries me a lot less than a lump of rock in his chest, Lois. What he said about Kryptonite is true. It could kill me with long enough exposure, it killed almost everyone on Krypton, and it's out there, somewhere, and somebody snatched my tower to get it, and I have an awful feeling I know who. The end. Thank you.
Thanks for listening. You can find us and many other great shows at tutufreaks.com. That's T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S.com. Third Degree Burn is spelled with the number three, R-D-D-E-G-R-E-E-B-Y-R-N-E, and is part of the Tutu Freaks network of shows. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just look for Third Degree Burn, spelled with the number three, and Burn spelled B-Y-R-N-E. Compliments, complaints, and recipes can be sent to gottagetburned at gmail.com. That's G-O-T-T-A-G-E-T-B-Y-R-N-E-D at gmail.com. Drop us a line and tell us how we're doing. Till next time, this has been Third Degree Burn. Some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn.